0: hello everyone welcome to the throne room with Beth Tarasi. my dear partner is relaxing on the bed we're just having quite a time I have a lot of things I have to report about so everyone let's sit back and first of all I forgot to put this on DD. so whoa um let me just Just a minute. Just a minute. There we go. Ugh. Okay, so I want to thank all of you for joining me. I have some stats to report on the posts and the, um, the, uh, Things that I've done as far as the um, stuff. There's stuff that I want to talk about. What is the most popular post? The most popular post, as it turns out, on my podcast is the one where me and Trenton did the drums. It had 10 plays. And I want to say 10 plays is great, but we can do better than that. We can do better. So please, get your friends and family interested in the throne room so I'm gonna go ahead and go grab the news just a second and if you're wondering what's in the news you'll see it just a second well here's what's in the news for the week as my old Music Ed and American Society Professor Steve Kelly always said, I'm going to begin my news segments by saying, in the news, in the news, we have two conventions going on in the political ring. We have the Republicans, who are, well, let me think. It's the elephant in the room. The Democrats' symbol is the donkey. And I'm not too bad as far as, like, the the Democrat and Republican symbol. I really don't care who symbolizes what. Or what symbolizes who in the government. But it doesn't matter. Um. Political stuff is not necessarily my partner's favorite subject. But, uh... Trenton and I have been through a hell of a lot because of politics. And it's not because of who agrees with what. It's about Congress and their failures. In the news, we should have gotten stimulus checks possibly by September. We don't know if we will. $1,200 is going to have to go toward buying food, paying bills, because... The pandemic has left everyone in the dust. Restaurants are closing. I've looked at so many different things. IHOP is closing a bunch in South Carolina, Tennessee, blah, blah, blah. Sorry to those of you in those states who wanted to go to IHOP. We still have one here in Colorado. You can come to Colorado and we can go to friggin' IHOP. Trenton loves IHOP. He likes the pancakes. The pancakes with the whipped cream? Yeah. The pancakes with the whipped cream. He loves that kind of stuff. IHOP is the International House of Pancakes for those international folks listening. Um, If you've never been to an IHOP, you should make it a point to at least try one. If you see one and you're on tour in the United States, please go. They got good omelets, but... There's specific businesses in Denver that are actually thriving. Like, there's this one restaurant that I really like called the Delectable Egg. And the Egg and I. Those are both good breakfast spots. Um, Why am I talking about food and politics? Well, because that's about all I can talk about right now. But that's part of what's in the news. The businesses that are thriving are mostly in Colorado. But the chains... You'll see a lot of beloved chains closing their doors for good. And Steak and Shake is closing a bunch of locations, and I'm afraid they're going to close the one in Sheridan, Colorado. That is sad because I love their chili. Now I need to know how to make their goddamn sauce. I want to know how to make the Steak and Shake sauce so I don't have to go to fucking Steak and Shake. Excuse my language, people. What the hell? Steak and Shake... Is good. I love Steak and Shake. Ugh, I love their flaming sauce. That sauce is so good. And they've even got like, they've had like steak burgers forever. I remember Steak and Shake had what my friend Eric Yanowitz called old time prices, and he paid for my meal one day. I went there and I met Eric at that Steak and Shake, and I also met my friend Mike at that Steak and Shake. Mike, a.k.a. Sturlock. Some of you might know him as Sturlock, and I'm just gonna give a shout-out to him. Thank you for meeting me at that Steak and Shake while it friggin' lasted. Okay, whatever. Um, I will have birthday shout-outs later. Don't worry about it, y'all. Um, we're, let's continue on in the news. They arrested the guy who kills Run DMC. The... No, not the group. I'm talking about the guy who killed... The DJ dude from Run DMC, they one of the members was killed, and they I think they found somebody or the two people who did that stuff. Um, Let's see. Um, what else is in the news? Um, what else is in the news? Gosh, I'm trying to think of what else is in the news. There's a lot happening in the news. Uh, Uber and Lyft may have to suspend operations in California because of the labor practices there. So Californians who are blind, I want you to petition them to stay and do the things that they're supposed to. Yes, I think it may be a higher cost for drivers, but... subcontracting means that drivers have been canceling folks with guide dogs a lot like they see with your dog and they're like I don't want the dog in my car how many of you have had that complaint done against you if you've ever seen anything like this happen to a friend or you've had this happen yourself the National Federation of the Blind does have a guide dog survey for I think they still have that guide dog survey Somebody please help me and correct me, but if you'd like to give me some of the stuff for the next week's podcast, please make sure that you email me at denverqueen at gmx.com. We can talk anything you'd like. If you want to be on the podcast, there's a way to do it. You'll hear it at the end of the podcast. But if you would like to answer questions, the subject of the day is guide dog refusals for Lyft and Uber. Please write me about your guide dog refusal stories. I've seen plenty of those on Facebook, but you know what? Hell, write me your stories and I will tell them on my podcast because I really need to. Because the guide dog users who use Lyft and Uber really need to be able to do a lot of things. They need to run errands like everybody else and their dogs are a choice of mobility. They're a mobility aid as well. I have a bunch of friends on my page who are guide dog users. I'm not going to name any of them. They know who they are. At least one of them has had so many guide dog refusals and she's an accessibility advocate and I think she's in the what? She just had some major brain surgery and I want to Actually, name this girl. I'm going to name her. Give a shout out to Sassy Outwater. I want to give a shout out to her. I hope you're feeling better. Get better soon because I know you and Ferdinand are going to want to go out and do some adventures and stuff. And if you want to talk about your guide dog refusals for Lyft and Uber, your story is welcome in my email box. Just email me at denverqueen at gmx.com. And I will put something out there for Uber and Lyft. And if anybody, I mean anybody, wants to talk about it, let's talk about it. Let's talk Uber and Lyft, and we'll talk about God dog refusals. But getting back to the news, if they suspend operations in California, sassy, I don't know if you're in California, but you're kind of out of luck there. But California does have labor laws for a reason. They're trying to prevent exploitation of drivers. And then there was the thing about fingerprint checks as well. In August, if anyone remembers that. Like, Austin. Sorry, Austin, Texas. There is a thing that they talked about with, like, fingerprint checks and all that. But fingerprint checks are a dime a dozen. Because the thing that I really want to let you ladies, and I'm talking to you ladies now know that Lyft and Uber has been kind of sex assault central for some women. Women have been assaulted by drivers on Lyft and Uber. There was a teenager who prevented her own sexual assault. All hail the woman who did this because the driver wanted to and the driver was going on the wrong route. She picked up on it. Ran into the McDonald's and called 911 and said that the driver was going to take her somewhere and do something stupid. And she did the right thing. This is why we need background checks for all drivers. And yes, I understand that people are going to say, but it raises costs. But I think driver and customer safety should come before anything else. And that includes the safety of those with guide dogs. And anywhere else in the news I can think of, um, yeah, Uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about ways you can help with the corona pandemic, because we're obviously, we're failing a lot. There are some people that are in need of help because of a derecho storm that hit the Midwest, and I'm going to ask all of you to... Um, If you live in that area, I'm going to do a little segment for you guys. Because Clayton, I want to thank my birthday boy Clayton for sharing all this information about Iowa. Cedar Rapids has been messed up big time. They've got corn everywhere. Corn. Absolutely everywhere. And the corn, damaged. The reason why it's damaged tornadoes tornadoes and big storms that hit the midwest Iowa no stranger to that stuff so we're going to talk a little bit about that that's also in the news I'm also going to talk a little bit about the progress of our ceremony and I'm also going to recap what I talked about in the third eye vision show in case you have not seen it and if you did not see the play the playback on a The replay on Periscope, I'd recommend it if you are on Periscope, check it out. I don't know if it's up on YouTube, but I would like to thank Anthony Parker for being such a wonderful host to work with. We talked prior about guardianship abuse. I am going to talk a little bit about that here in the podcast, because if you have a guardianized loved one, you need to get them out of nursing homes, long-term care, assisted living. Because of the restrictions on visitors, we know how much you love your loved one, but Guardians Incorporated will always come after them for their money. I had a really tough talk with my mother-in-law about that stuff, but we'll talk about that in a different segment. Thank you all, and I guess let's go on with the show. Well, um, I guess it's, it's true. I want to talk a little bit about the tough decisions that a lot of us are making during the pandemic. The guardianship of elders and disabled people. I did discuss that on the, uh, the, what is it? The, um, uh, third eye vision show. Shout out to Anthony Parker and crew for that. Anthony Parker and his family are awesome. He is the blind parent of a little boy. And he has a girlfriend. Good. Yeah. That's awesome. That's pretty awesome. And you can listen to his Third Eye Vision shows on YouTube. Please subscribe to his Third Eye Visions channel. You will see lots of cool things on Third Eye Visions. I I wasn't really used to the new format and... Anthony had to adjust a couple things, but I wasn't sure what I was supposed to say or do, but I'm so glad I got through that. But anyway, we talked about what I said in the last interview. For those of you who did not see that one, that was when it was called The Parker Daniels Show. And Nicole was on with Anthony, and she was helping out real well. They were using Zoom, but now they're using StreamYard. And I had to get that detail. But if you want to be on the stream, it's very easy to work with. Um, if you want, if you have something you want to bring to the floor of Third Eye Visions, just let him know. Great guy to work with. And I'm going to see if I can get more listeners and subscribers to his channel and stuff. You can also follow Third Eye Visions on Periscope. Yep, they're on Periscope for you old school weird people. Um, anyway... My mother-in-law called me up one day and she said, Oh, grandma's acting so weird. So we had a little talk about grandma and how she's doing her health. And what saddened me about this conversation was that the mother-in-law is considering getting the state involved and removing grandmother's rights. I have a couple of things to say about that. One... I understand that she may be a negative person, but she is still a body and has still the soul of a woman. She is a very strong woman. She has seen systemic racism pretty much tear her life apart. This woman grew up during the Great Depression. She is a window to the past, a wise woman we should all consider and have highest respect for. This woman, my grandmother-in-law, under guardianship, it just doesn't make sense. She's going to have to get a geriatrician, but I don't think guardianship is recommended, and here's why. Although the grandmother is saying things about her daughter that are not true, I think it's the... well, we both know it's the dementia talking. Catherine... The grandmother-in-law is in denial. Miss Finley is in denial. She's such a sweetheart, though. I mean, she's a real nice lady, but there are times when she does get... she has her moments. But it's because, like my grandfather, she has dementia. My grandfather can no longer read his books that he likes a lot. That's one of the symptoms of dementia that he has to deal with. My parents might be making the same decision for Papa, that my mother-in-law is making for her mother. The problem with guardianship is this. Although the grandmother is 94 years of age, she could face a lot of abuse at the hands of assisted living and nursing home caregivers. I have seen article after article saying that we cannot allow our elders and disabled people to get sick in nursing homes. There have been nursing homes that have had code violations put against them for basically intimidating and abusing elders and disabled people. I am not one to put my own mother in a nursing home. We both agree, though, my mother-in-law and I, that nursing homes are not appropriate places, especially for women of mixed heritage. And I agree that it's because... Because elderly African-American and women of mixed race and other colors and ethnic backgrounds experience the whole elder elder care thing a bit differently. Pakistani elders are kept in the home with the family. Indian elders are treated well. The Japanese... Oh boy. The Japanese are always treating their elders with respect. Because in Japan... There was a time when you bow down to the elderly person. And when you bow down to the elderly person... When you bow down to the elderly person in Japan, it's a sign of respect. And the Japanese are extremely polite. And in one day, there was a day when the Japanese children had to respect their elders looked up to their elders. I think the Japanese are the best example of elders being respected in some culture. But the Japanese hundred-year-old people are kind of saddened by the children getting so spoiled and not polite. I'm not saying all the Japanese are polite. There's a mixed bag, but their culture emulates respect for elderly and disabled people the disabled fortune teller you see on the street gets a lot of respect. The elderly man who has spent years of his life working for Toyota gets a lot of respect. But in the United States, we have to worry about where our elders are going, the nursing home staff who are caring for them, and all that. Why can't we ourselves care for our own family members? Sacrifice. I get it. I want to thank my buddy Raina Brown for this. Raina Brown is an amazing woman and I want to thank you so much for all the posts you write on Facebook about elder care and sacrifices, what does family mean, and all that. Nursing homes are not a good thing for our elders and disabled at this time. Neither is guardianship, because once the state gets involved, What if my mother-in-law is told never to see her mother again? The Guardian could isolate Catherine. They could put Catherine in a box after she's dead. Ashes and all could end up in a box. And her box full of ashes could end up in a storage room. Just like April Parks. Her clients. April Parks was... A certified guardian who cared for all these elderly people. She killed so many of them, too. Same with Rebecca Farrell and Tracy Hudson. You cannot forget those names. The names will remind you that guardianship is an evil. It is a monster that is attacking our elderly and denying our disabled young adults choice. As a young adult survivor of guardianship abuse, I did say... I wasn't even able to get a job and I can't even work with rehab no more because they're gonna blacklist me as unemployable. I'm not trying to come on the show looking for frickin' pity. I'm just trying to tell people, this is what you don't do to a child with a disability. And this is where your child with a disability could end up. Sure I'm doing a lot of good things in my life, but I have a lot more hurdles to overcome. Why? No job, no kids, no way to get housing. Section eight is a tough, tough thing to do. And in Denver, section eight sucks. What you have to do in Denver, this is what you have to do in Denver. You have to sign up and get randomly drawn to get your section 8 vouchers who knows who the drawing will pick a single mother on drugs with 9 kids from different dads a single mother with only one child who has a special need either way it'll be an able person what about a blind couple looking to have children but we don't want to have children in a slummy building like this one where I'm recording this Guardianship pretty much disabled me from getting a job. And for those of you in the Free Britney movement, this is why we need to free Britney Spears. Heather Locklear, Amanda Bynes, all these famous celebrities who are targets of this monster called Guardianship. Guardianship is a monster. It's not like the daddy monster, the mommy monster, the brother and sister monsters that you would see in your family. No, the friendly monsters, the helpsters on TV. No, this is a real scaly, ugly, bloody, awful monster that is attacking our elderly and destroying our disabled young adults lives. We need to do something about this. What can we do? First, a circle of support must be built around our elderly. I have an entire blog entry of things we can do. So read the blog entry. Read my blog. Blog.denverqueen.com You'll find the blog entry right at the top. It's not guardianships in the elderly, the perfect crime. But I did mention Sam J. Sugar wrote a great book called... The, uh, let's see, um, yeah, Guardianships and the Elderly, The Perfect Crime, and Sam Sugar wrote this book mostly about the elderly, but there is nothing written about disabled young adults. One disabled woman's quest to end the system that shut her down, that's me. I'm gonna end this practice here and now. Guardianship may not be a good idea because once you get the state involved I I understand that your mother cannot take care of herself anymore. Or that your aunt or the weird old grandma cannot walk. Or remember your name. But that is no excuse to let the state mess her life up even more. She's got dementia. Alzheimers. He's got a stroke. Mini strokes. My Nana Tarasi died of a fucking stroke. A stroke took away her ability to cook. But she's lucky because she's white. She was white and Italian. Italian Americans are getting a hell of a lot more respect. But what about African-Americans? What about the Asian-Americans? What about elders with disabilities altogether that they've had since birth? My buddy Art Yokum's an example of that. His sister might have had guardianship of him had he not run off, but she stole his money. He got the sister in trouble for that. He ends up here in Colorado, marries the love of his life, I saw the wedding. It was beautiful. As for weddings, Trenton and I are getting married. Trenton and I are really getting married. We are getting married. And we're actually not going to do it the legal way. We're going to do a commitment ceremony. And what we need are the following things. We need a dress, which I'm going to get online. We need a celebrant. And we need people... I've got 20 people who haven't even RSVP'd. And it's in two months. Anyway. Yeah. And the guardianship ruined any chances that anybody would marry me as well. I spoke to my friend. I'm going to give a shout out to Brittany Blue and Jorge Paez in a little bit. But we will have a list of shout outs at the end of the podcast. And ways you can help and support people and friends that have... Or will listen to my podcast. So, let me just explain something. I was talking to a buddy of mine about online dating as a blind person. And a lot of people said, well, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. I understand if you don't want me to date as a blind person. But there were others like me that should have heard this information before. And the reason is because dating as a blind person is very hard. But with the guardianship in place, I couldn't even ask somebody to marry me without my parents going, Oh, she's not allowed to get married. She can't do it without a guardian's permission. And we don't like you because you're black or brown or Latinx, whatever. My parents could have made any number of mistakes with that. And that was, I think, the only reason why they even had the guardianship, was to prevent me from seeing the people I loved and cared about. It is not something you want to do to your loved ones, your elders, your loved ones. There are people out there who would take advantage of you, even your own family. And as for a woman with a disability, her family may be out to get her as well. Sexual molestations have been... Left unreported by so many young women with disabilities, and there was a young woman who ended up miscarrying a baby. In The Handmaid's Tale, they'd call it an unbaby. But in the least, in, in, in the. Ooh, here's my partner here. Be careful, baby. But yeah, the, 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 you're stealing my pillow, baby. What the hell? Huh. <laughs> Trenton's just kind of relaxing. I guess he's kind of sleeping, but I I really do need a place to record my podcast and a place to do various things and I'm weird and my boobs are sweating. But anyway, but this is the man I'm going to marry, okay? And Trenton's black. The reason why I'm not marrying him legally is because Medicare won't support him if I do. And he needs a better choice of doctors prescriptions and hospitals should he need specialist care we need to have things like that in place it's called insurance insurance I also want to see if we qualify for any life insurance so Trenton can put me on a life insurance plan so and I honestly would like to make sure that if someone shoots my baby that I can pay for his funerary arrangements I know he told me he didn't want a funeral but I don't care if he dies I don't want him to die in vain especially if the police officers are the ones who killed him Aurora police are already under civil rights investigation and for killing a partner of mine they will pay if they do We're not moving to Aurora because of their actions regarding the Elijah McClain investigation. I am making all these plans because I want to make sure that Trenton and myself are safe. Same with future children we might have. I'm going to have to put the children on my Medicaid plan. Or on a separate children's plan, which covers dental, visual, all that kind of stuff. But... There's a lot of things that have to go on. Anyway, yeah. If you want to be like me and you want to record a podcast and have fun doing it, turn to Anchor. As I said in the sponsored segment, just, yeah, go to Anchor. You got it. back again, everybody. I'm really happy to see all of you today. Um, So now I'm going to do plugs, shoutouts, and other such random stuff. First and foremost, if you'd like to see some antics from Trenton and myself, please make sure that you join us on SunRealms Media. SunRealms.com has all of your little web ring stuff, and then there's there's an LBRY page full of fun and laughter. The Sun Realms universe will be putting up a new episode. Trenton will work on that as soon as 15.ai is up. It has been down for too many weeks. Amazon, cloud services, you suck. Fix yourselves and let them go. Let them come back up. And be a reliable service. That's exactly what you need to do. Whatever! I wasn't talking to you, stupid tablet! Wow. <laughs> anyway. Shout-outs and birthdays for the week. I would like to let people know that Clayton is having his birthday this Friday. Clayton Jacobs, happy birthday so much to you. In fact... It wouldn't really be an appro- appropriate, well, birthday without me. Maybe I should just call and sing happy birthday to Clayton on Friday. That's his birthday. So if you stoners out there want to do something funny, he's waiting for all the stoners to come together and pass the pipe, everybody. Clayton is having a birthday. And if you'd like to help him out, please go to cash dot, I think it's cash.me slash... Do, it, it's his cash tag is actually, I'll just give you the dollar sign on his cash tag if you have square cash please donate to dot uh, what is it dollar sign blind money records is on square cash donate to blind money records on square cash I think Clayton's fixed up that kind of thing uh, cash dot me slash dot, dollar, what is it? Hold on, cash.me slash dollar sign and then the tag, right? Okay, I got it. Cash.me slash dollar blind money records. All three words, all one word. Three words put into one word, whatever. But please help Clayton out. He really needs to help. He's trying to produce the album The King of Vices. He's been having some tough times. Please help him out. I do want to get him on this show, and if you people want Clayton on the show, if, if I, <laughs> okay, whatever. Do you want me to sing the Marilyn Monroe version of Happy Birthday? Do you want me to just sing it plain and Jane, whatever? I don't know. Anyway, on to the next shout out. Um, I want to give a shout out. And a deep apologies to my friend Jorge Paez. Please go check out his YouTube channel, Paez Radio, P-A-E-Z Radio, and it's on YouTube. You can also follow at P-A-E-Z Radio on Twitter. My listeners, please follow these people on Twitter. It's Jorge and his soulmate, Brittany Blue. And Brittany Blue and Jorge are gonna be writing some weird and wonderful compositions. And I cannot wait. They're gonna put remixes up on YouTube. They're gonna be absolutely freaking weird, man. And they're gonna compose dubstep tracks. I unfortunately will not be playing them here on this show. They have to be on Spotify. So, people, just do your thing. Get yourselves out there. Subscribe to Pia's Radio and follow Pia's Radio on Twitter. Okay. My next plug will be for Anthony Parker's Third Eye Vision show. Thank you so much for letting me on your show, Anthony. I hope you find my podcast. It's at denverqueen.com. If you have subscribed to this through Apple Podcasts, it is The Throne Room with Beth Tarasi. I am a I am uh, looking for interviewees. I want to have Anthony on my podcast because I want him to talk about all the crazy people he's and the fun people and the good people and the whatever people he's had on the uh, third eye vision show. And I want him to talk to people about the history of his show because he's had me on his show twice, twice. And I would love to have Anthony on my show. I really would. I-, I love that guy. He's so cool. He is from Louisiana, and I I don't know like where. I think he lives in like Baton Rouge or something. But either way, you- I could always say, hey, if we visit Louisiana, I would want to go to New Orleans and go to Mardi Gras on my own darn time. You get what I'm saying? But honestly, I would never go to Mardi Gras, even if you begged me and paid me a million dollars to because oh speaking of which I want to give my hats off to Disney for changing a couple things but I do want to say I'm not going to rent Mulan because it's too expensive I'm not going to do it no 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 sorry my next plug will be going to Trent well I did do Trenton I did Trenton I did Clayton I did Anthony who do I do next uh Jorge and Brittany I did. Um Trent and Clayton, Jorge Brittany Crap. Who the hell do I wanna do next? Um My Musical of the Month Musical of the Week actually. If you guys wanna see a good musical, check out Rent and Chicago. Those are gonna tie as my number one musical of the week. And I like Chicago because the women are crazy, man. They're pretty badass murderesses, but they're women, okay? You get the point? Okay, here we go. Um, My next plug... Mm. My next plug... What's my next plug going to be? I want to plug... Lots of people, but... I need to know who you want me to plug. Ah! And that reminds me, I might just do a segment called Plugs and Promos. If you guys want to check out Plugs and Promos in my podcast... Just... Yeah. Go to denverqueen.com. You'll see what, what's all going on and stuff. Um, we also have a Sunrealm City Discord server. Ask myself or Trenton if you'd like to join... We can hang out and chat in the Discord server. We also have Sun Realms communities on, like, I think we got them on, like, Line and Telegram and stuff. You'll have to ask Trenton more about this, because he runs all that. and I'm just kind of sitting behind him, letting him do all the running, but that's okay. Anyway. Yeah. Um... I do want to say that it's going to be a very tough time going without all the political stuff, but thank you all very much for being wonderful. I appreciate it. And if you want to know the truth about all this information, um, yeah, there's a lot of truth to what I said. Um, Also, I want to pause and give a moment of shout out to all you people in Iowa who were in Cedar Rapids, who were affected by the derecho. The derecho storm that went through the area and to Californians affected by the firenado, firenado whatever the hell they call that mother Lincoln thing. Anyway, uh rolling power outages, yes, my dear. Is there something you want me to plug? Okay. I'm just doing plugs and promos here, darling. Aw, sweetie, you're so cute. I love you, baby. Are you going to the bathroom or something? It's gonna pop out. You can stay if you'd like. I'm just gonna get through these promos and plugs. It's gonna be okay. Big boy. Ah! (laughs) He's awesome. My partner is totally awesome. I love him very much. And that's why we're getting married. Committed, that is. Anyway. Um, I, will sh- I will share pics of the dress. Me wearing the dress when it arrives. So, yeah. Next month, people. Then I will put my whole ensemble on. And share it with you guys. If you would like to be a part of the Throne Room with Beth Tarossi, please go to denverqueen.com and check out the podcast page. You can also listen to this podcast on Spotify, Apple Music, and a hundred other your favorite podcast catchers. If you'd like to be on the podcast with an interview, please make sure that you email me at denverqueen at gmx.com. The email is right there in the main website if you ever want to check out the website. You can also check out my LBRY page for karaoke covers and a whole lot of great ways you can contact me. Thank you so much.